you know what's the great thing about failing? Tell me. I've failed before, and I wake up the next morning, and I'm okay. Cody's corner. Hello, everybody, and welcome officially to Cody's Corner. Cody's week-by-week -week hot takes on who's going to get the W, as well as who's going to get the $25. You got a wombo combo from us today. I'm here sat beside with my co-host, the one and only Petey. Hello, world. And I got the man behind the chair, the man with the stats, the one and only David. Today's going to be a good day. You got the week 17 recap, as well as week 18. Welcome to week 18, bro. Wow, man. It, it's felt like just missing that one episode just kind of like felt like it was a long time. Yeah, I felt like I was away from you guys for a while. Like, I kind of felt empty. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. This is this is my life, bro. So a day without it is like, where did your routine go? It was a little bit gone for a second, but we're back. We're back just like no other. Happy to be here. Happy that you guys are in tune with us. Sorry for missing the episode, but... Let's get right to it, I man. Th I think there's something on IG you wanted to bring up. Oh, my God. I, I'm so glad that I saw this this morning. And it, one of the people that we saw like it before I saw it was Joey. Shout out, Joey. Shout out, Joey. Super interesting. There's a lot of uh, financial incentives that these players have to go through in this last week for a lot of them to make that extra money. Do you let me go through it with you? I I'll let you. I'll listen. You got if DeAndre Hopkins gets seven receiving yards... 49 rushing yards and two touchdowns he gets 1.5 million dollars it's a big difference if baker mayfield makes the playoffs he gets two million dollars is he gonna prove that he is baker baker money maker Ooh, now nah, I mean, he's really a, he's really the this, money maker this is if Baker's he does it this championship. time i'm saying if Geno Smith makes the playoffs, he gets $2 million. Nice. Seattle. Shout out Seattle. Shout out Seattle. If Joe Mixon gets one touchdown, he gets two fifty dollars I like that one. If Alexander Madison rushes for 125 yards, he gets six fifty dollars That ain't happening. <laughs> that, he's not getting 150 k If you get if Dalton Schultz gets six catches for 107 yards, he gets 500 k. Jeez, hard. But C.J. Stroud is back. It's possible. If Leonard Floyd gets 1.5 sacks for the Bills, he gets two million dollars today. Oh, he is gonna be playing yeah. hard. If Jadavion Clowney gets .5 sacks, he doesn't even need to get a whole sack. .5, 750K. Wow. On the Ravens. If Darius Slayton is just active today against the Eagles. <laughs> as long as he plays. He gets 750K. They're probably going to bench him. Just to save that bread. They will. They, they decided to activate someone else on the roster. You could, you could go on to FanDuel and bet. <laughs> Slay over under being on the field <laughs> half time. <laughs> That's funny, bro. Yeah, man. It's uh, um, there's another one I wanted to bring up. I think Travis. It's not really money money wise, but Travis Kelsey, I believe, is like 17 yards away from reaching a thousand yards on the season. Receiving. Yeah, mm. and I think he's done it. I forgot if it was every season or like the past five or something. Oh, so he's on a streak right now. Yeah, he's on a streak. He wants to keep it alive. He needs 17. I think he's fine. I think he could do it. I think that's an easy 17 in yeah. one game. I don't think it's exactly 17, but it's between 15 and 25. It wasn't a lot. That's interesting, bro. I definitely, definitely like that one. So, 
Hey, man. Welcome to week 17. Hey, man. We still got to recap last week's games. Yeah. We're going to be quick, but we got to talk about it, right? Yeah, we definitely do. We're going to start out with a great game to talk about. You got Detroit at Dallas. And I know that this is probably late news for a lot of people, but honestly, Detroit got greedy, bro. I think Detroit really, like, they they took the time to try and make this intricate play, which, don't get me wrong, if Campbell had went through it and he, like, the refs were aware, you know, why not call the play, especially if you get the W? But at the same time, like, you easily could have just kicked the extra point and took it to OT, no? Personally, I, I don't blame the initial call to go for two. If, if I'm in that situation, you're down one, you could either just tie the game, let it go to OT, or just try to win it. I don't want to lose a game on a coin toss. Yeah. I mean, I'm going for the win. Because, you know, they, they've scored a field goal. They go into OT. They lose the coin toss. Cowboys score a touchdown. That's it. You know, you know what that is to me? That's trusting your guys, though. I, I understand that. But, like, you're also... I mean, like, you trust your guys, but the other guys are going to do the same thing. They're going to play hard. No, excuse me. I'm going to agree. I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna agree with Cody on this one, uh, honestly. I, I feel like the defense played well enough. Dallas averages, what, 40 at home? Yeah. They barely put up 20 points. You know what I mean? The defense is playing. So even if you did lose that coin toss, you still have the opportunity. Your defense is playing well enough to give you a chance, 100%. I believe. I and Dak threw a pick that game. I, know, I understand, but they're they're at the two-yard line, right? When you, when you kick a field goal? Yeah. That's, that's the, it got statistically. A, a couple flags pushed it oh, back a couple enough, times, I'm, though. I'm saying the initial like when they call got to go for it, I yeah. understand. Yeah, yeah, After yeah. the flags came back and they kept trying, I was like, this is a little questionable. Yeah. That I didn't agree with. But I meant more so as like you trust your guys because that's why he called that two-point play. And yeah. the truth is, look, it went the way he he thought it was going to. The lineman did catch it. You know what I mean? Like, it was, I don't know. I thought it was a fair play. The refs had a field day that day. In between the, the touchback with CeeDee Lamb's fumble in the end zone and that, like, I think the refs were just on one that day. So I, I know the day after a lot of video, even that night, a lot of videos came out of um, number 68 going up to the ref. Decker? Yeah, he went up to the yeah. ref and he, like, made himself eligible. And, right. And the, the ref, I think, came out and said that he thought it was somebody else. So he Is was, that actively what he said? That it was something along the lines. He was like, he wasn't sure. Like, it was just a confusion part. Yeah. But I, I also saw a tweet where they said that that ref crew is ineligible for the playoffs now. 100%. I yeah. saw that as well. They're not going to be refing the playoffs. Coming no. Out. So that, that kind of admits that they were in the wrong there. 100%. So as far as flowers go, we got to give you yours really quick. You said Dak was going to get 250 <laughs> yards. Mm -hmm. He got 345. So you banged that over. And then you said a side bet of Pollard under 70 yards. A bum. <laughs> Let's put it like this. The rushing leader of the game was David Montgomery with 65. Yeah, but how many did Pollard have? You want me to check? I no, you check don't have to. I think he had like if it was If the 49. rushing leader was 49. 65, he had 49 yards. then anybody else had under 70. You <laughs> no, I just me? need her to know how, how little he had. He had 49. <laughs> He's a bum, bro. He's a bum. Just reiterate that one more time. He's a bum, bro. Noel also said over 250 yards for Dak. Shout out Noel from wherever he is right now. So is Pollard not going to be in Dallas next year? Oh, um, I would love to talk about that when I we think go the, into the upcoming yeah, games. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. I think they'll keep him. Oof. Next, we got New England at Buffalo. Buffalo beat New England 27-21. to it, it was a divisional game, so it always does play out well. I got to tell you right here, right now, I am nervous if I am Buffalo. I'm horrified. 
I'm gonna tell you why. There's a lot of scenarios. Also, did you see that first touchdown on the kick return? Yeah. Yo, that was beautiful. That spin move? What is that guy's name? Rager? Uh, yes, Jalen Rager, 98-yard kick Pat, return. He was an eagle? Uh, was he? I have no so? idea. I have no clue whatsoever. But look, this is what scared me the most. Three turnovers by New England by the end of the third quarter, but there was no passing touchdown by either quarterback in the second half. Mm. Let me tell you right now, that's not going to work against Miami. <laughs> That is not going to fly they're, against they're the potential have, AFC champions. They're going to have to play hard. It's going to be a we'll really talk about rough that one. When we get there for sure. Yeah, for sure. I was the only one that took the Pats for some reason. I, I think it was because it was a divisional game, but it was close. We got Atlanta at Chicago. Chicago beat Atlanta 37 to 17. Man, just we were talking about Justin Fields last week. Yeah. And we were like, is he that guy? What are the Bears going to do next year when they have to draft this first overall pick? Yo, he proved to be him. Yeah. Man, he looked great last He's week. working for his job right now. He was playing amazing. Justin Fields, too. I was Fields, watching the game, and oh, I was bad. like, this is like, looks a little Mahomey. Oh, chill. You like, you like that? Yo, can you hit, yo, David, can you hit him with a chill? PD, you gotta chill. <laughs> a little, little Mahomey out there. You got Justin Fields with 268 passing yards. The rushing leader of the game was Khalil Herbert with 124. And DJ Moore with 159 receiving yards. He's they, doing they, great. They figured it out. Oh, they figured it out against Atlanta in well, week 17. They figured out DJ Moore's our guy. They'll just throw him the ball and it's been working. Well, then who do they get picked with a number one pick? If it's not a quarterback, who? It's a receiver. Marvin Harrison Jr.? I think they should take Marvin Harrison Jr. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, next, we got Las Vegas and Indianapolis. Indianapolis beating Las Vegas 23-20. to Aiden O'Connell with 299 passing yards. Jonathan Taylor with 96 rushing yards. And Devontae Adams with 126 receiving yards. All right, so Petey, tell me. Going into this game, I had the Raiders. You had the Colts. What made you think that the Colts were going to win that game? I just, I knew it was going to be really close. <clears throat> I mentioned the Colts do a really good job bringing the ball up the field, struggle to score. It still showed a little bit. I think Minshew had the under, in my parlay from last week, I'm pretty sure he didn't throw enough touchdowns to, so I hit the under. Word. Um, but they've been playing really well. The Raiders have had a really good defense. Pittman was back. I was like, I think that's going to be the difference. And ended up being really close, but they got it. Yeah, I'm really glad. So... Your parlay did not hit. As as the former parlay king, sometimes I you gotta it. humble yourself and really fall into the idea of you know what I'm human. Okay, <laughs> can't <laughs> win them all. <laughs> so, but the only thing that you got wrong was the Pittman forty at forty one receiving yards. You said he was gonna get over sixty five. You hit the Zemir White over fifty. You got the Gardner Minshew under two point five touchdowns, and Jonathan Taylor under two touchdowns. Very. Uh. Very interesting. So close. Heartbreaker. Too bad. So sad. <laughs> the Colts still have a chance. Moving on, we got the Rams at the Giants. The Rams beat the Giants 26-25. You know, we got all green across the board. All three of us chose the Rams, but it was by the skin of our teeth. How did you not pick the Giants? Because it's, it's the Giants. What do you mean, how? Hey, man, look. It's what the, do you mean, how? The, they only I mean, lost look. by one. <clears throat> we didn't expect this to happen. The Rams have been playing really hot. The Giants are still the Giants, not a playoff team. I thought the Rams would come into New York and just take over. Yeah. And it was a good game. 
So yeah. it came all the way down to the wire to that final field goal, and then the Giants do what the Giants do. And yeah, Peter, you took the Rams to cover that seven, and uh, oh, that's right. Clearly, that didn't that. happen. Further humbling is taking place. <laughs> I see. I like it. I like it. Talking about humbling, Arizona beat the Eagles thirty-five to thirty-one. Mm. Who in their right mind thought? that Arizona was going to be Philly this week. I'm Not ass- me. I'm assuming none of us chose Arizona. <laughs> none no, of us did. we all chose the Eagles. So we just had three green, and now we got three red. So we all just got humbled this week. I mean, look, Philly has been struggling. We'll talk about that later, but they are struggling. I want to mention something. Noel said that Philly had to prove their greatness against a mediocre team like Arizona. And that's true, because now they go to play the Giants this week. And it's a divisional game. Now, it might be a harder game to win compared to what you thought you were going to get out of Arizona. I agree. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. After that, we got New Orleans at Tampa Bay. The Saints beat the Bucks 23-13. to Derek Carr's a bum. Yeah, he really is, bro. We all also picked the Bucks. You know who's not a bum? Huh. The QB on the other side. <laughs> Baker. The passing leader of the game, Baker Mayfield, with 309 passing yards. The rushing leader, Jamal Williams, with 58. And the receiving leader, Juwan Johnson, with 90 receiving yards. I, I knew hate it was that gonna, guy. I knew it was going to be a, a good uh, fault game. I never doubted it, to be honest. But it was a good fault game overall. Not really anything too surprising. But moving right along, we got San Francisco at Washington. San Francisco beat Washington 27-10. to we said they would bounce back, and they did that. I mean, Brock Purdy looked like Brock Purdy again after a tough week before that. Um, Elijah Mitchell came out of nowhere. He was a rushing leader, 80 yards. And Brandon Ayuk had another game, 114 receiving yards. Very, very interesting. Now, we were having the whole argument last week about if the 49ers had a running back like, let's say, Tony Pollard, would they be as good? When you only put up 27 against Washington, does that make you – a little more validated in your, in your argument that you had? McCaffrey did get hurt early on. So that's what happened to them. And that's what happened in that game. Who's their backup running back? Elijah you know? Mitchell. Uh, I mean, if I had just Elijah Mitchell by myself on any team, I think I'd be pretty concerned too. Yep. Elijah, would you say Elijah Mitchell is worse than Tony Pollard? Uh, No, Tony Pollard's a bum. You would say Elijah Mitchell is better <laughs> than Tony Pollard? That might be a hot take. Yeah, Tony yeah. Pollard. I don't know, man. Like Tony Pollard it's hasn't hard. been good. It's hard. It's hard. I'm who, not. Who did we lie. have in that game? I'm sure all the Niners. We all had the Niners in yeah. that one. You know. I mean, duh. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I just I didn't say it, but like, well, who's gonna pick Washington that game? Be for real. Um, Carolina at Jacksonville. Jacksonville beat Carolina 26 nothing. They clipped them. Surprise! Surprise! Uh, surprise, surprise figure. I'm the only one that picked the Panthers, <laughs> but you guys both picked the Jaguars. Uh, there's nothing else really to say. For some reason, you know what I think it was? Because, forgive me if I'm wrong, but didn't the Panthers play the Green Bay Packers last week? The week before that? Yeah, and it was a close game. They played so well. I was like, you know what? If they can keep it close with Green Bay, why can't they keep it close with Jacksonville? But nope. They showed you why. I guess so. Because they're the worst team in football. I saw the rankings that NFL came out with this week. You know how they do that cute little da-da-da, whatever? It's always 32 Carolina Panthers. <laughs> it's been that for, like, the last four weeks. Oh, that's tough, man. Yeah, uh, but I don't even want to talk about it. That pissed me off. Moving right along, we got Miami at Baltimore. Nobody 
and I mean nobody was expecting this, but I know you guys have been hearing it all week. Baltimore beat Miami 56 to 19. I mean, I'm not super surprised just cuz going into that game, we knew both their corner Miami's both corners were out. Yeah. They were missing Somebody else, a safety or somebody on the line. They had Zay Flowers out of that game. Mozart was out of that game with an ankle injury. Jalen Ramsey was out with a knee injury. Yeah, they had another corner out. They had uh, Jalen Waddle. Xavier Howard is his name. Yes. And they had um, Jalen Waddle out too, right? Yeah. So Miami was missing a lot of pieces, and it showed. It showed on the field. 100%, 100%. And Lamar Jackson, man, I think he cemented those MVP talks. Was it that much of a surprise if all three of us picked the Ravens to win this game? I think I don't think it was a surprise I, that they won. I think it was a surprise that they lost or won by, by that, that much. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody expected uh, Miami to, to turn over the way that they did. No. Speaking of turning over, Houston now back with C.J. Stroud beat the Titans 26-3. to He's back. He's him. back. Him. Hum. Call him him. Talk about someone who you can see their impact when they're not on the field. Yeah. The um, Texans were looking mid for a second. No? The Texans looked bad. I mean, they were missing Stroud, Tank Dell, C.J. Uh, Nico Collins. Yeah. Now you got Collins back. You got C.J. Stroud back. So it shows... What this team can really do if they're healthy, they're still only a game away from the playoffs, and it would be fun to see what they can do there. I would love to see Houston in the playoffs. It would be amazing. Especially through CJ's rookie year. I feel like it'd be interesting. CJ Stroud with 213 passing yards, and then Devin Singletary with 80 rushing, and Nico Collins with 80 receiving. Ball wasn't moving much. It wasn't. Hey, he was throwing much, but I don't know if they were catching much. Moving along, Pittsburgh at Seattle. Pittsburgh beat Seattle 30-23. to Mason Rudolph. What did I say? You're the only one that took the Steelers out of the three of us. Come on, man. Talk to me. Talk to I, me. I told you, it's Rudolph. It's still the holiday season. He had a play. Well. I got something I wanted to say to you because I was right about this one this week. Yeah. Najee Harris had more fantasy points this week than George Pickens. It, it, he did. Um... Harris had 122 rushing yards. Pickens had 131 receiving yards. They were both going off. Yeah. I mean, for a second, I think Warren was the first one to score in that game. Yeah. Then Harris. Then Harris again. I don't think anybody expected the score to be this high in this game either. 30 to 23? No, hell no. If you had asked me before, I'm, I don't even remember what I said. But I know I definitely didn't expect it to either team to go over 21. Yeah. Be, to be for real. Seattle has a good defense, and who expected a lot out of uh, Mason Rudolph's offense? I did. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you know, you're feeling yourself because you're just fitted up in the studio today. <laughs> Yo, nobody could see it, but Petey has his Odell Beckham Giants jersey on the chair behind him. Like, who does this guy think he is, bro? Reach back like 1-3. <laughs> you know. Reach back for 1-3 and pick Pittsburgh. Ooh. You did it. You did that thing. You got it. You got it. Parlay King coming back on the incline. Give me my crown. You got the Chargers at Denver. Denver beating the Chargers 16-9. to nine. Very not, interesting. Not much to say here. You They're, had Stidham through 224. Yeah. Austin Eckler still looking like a shell of himself. Only 46 rushing yards. I, I think we all picked the Broncos just as a safety call just because the Chargers' uh, coaching situation is rough, but it honestly could have gone either way. Austin Eckler, he, he, he was a first-round pick in fantasy this year. Right. Where do you think he falls to next year? Oh, a lot I, I don't lower. think you pick him I don't first know. I, honestly, 
there's been rumors about like Harbaugh potentially landing on the uh, Chargers. If he's the coach, he might not drop as much Some as you think. Some say Belichick might go to the Chargers. Belichick needs to leave the league alone, but I can't wait to talk about Belichick when we talk about the game this week. <laughs> so I'm going to leave that right there. You got Cincinnati at Kansas City. Kansas City beating Cincinnati 25-17. to Pat Mahomes, 245 passing yards. Isaiah Pacheco with 130 rushing. And Rashe Rice with 127 receiving. The Chiefs looked more like the Chiefs this game. I mean, look what they can do when somebody can catch the ball. Look what they can do when they have a healthy running back, bro. Yeah, that too. That, that too. No, deadass. He was out and, like, not not to say that Pat Mahomes isn't, like, sustainable enough by himself, but that's part of uh, Andy Reid's plan. Yeah. Give him the break when he needs to and get someone that can run really fast on the outside. They did it. They do it with Pacheco. They also did it with uh, Edward Hilaire. Yeah, Pacheco, man, when he runs, it's scary. Yeah, it really is. He's an is. aggressive. You saw that aggressive-ass form that he had? Always. They said that, yo, that meme was like, yo, they said that Pacheco runs like the, the try-hard third grader in soccer class. <laughs> he in, runs like his soccer. life depends on that down. <laughs> That's funny as hell, bro. We, uh, we all took the Chiefs, but I feel like that also wasn't a hard one. You got Green Bay at Minnesota. Green Bay beat Minnesota 33-10. to it's getting ugly for Minnesota at this point. Hey, got ugly. That's it. It's we over. all picked the Packers. Like that's really it for them. I think their quarter. They're they're a great team, like the Jets. Great team. Now they have a big question mark at quarterback, and that's a hard spot to fill if it's not filled in. And they thought they were set with Kirk Cousins. I think so. you just bring Cousins back. Dude, does he even go back? I think he would love to. I think he. They loves, love him in Minnesota. He loves Minnesota too. Yeah, I think it's a perfect fit. Him and uh, him and the ayahuasca that Aaron Rodgers has been taking really need to just collab for like a drop, like it's sneakers, and then he'll be back like no other. All right. Well, we got our boom bust recap of last week. All right. Unfortunately, I had C.J. Stroud against Tennessee with 19.1 as my boom, and he only got 12.92. For some reason, Tennessee was playing very well that game. Yeah, it's close. Well, I had Jared Goff versus Dallas as my first bust. Mm-hmm. It's projected at 16.4. I didn't think he was going to do that, and he didn't. He only put up 10.8. Yo, I'm so jealous of your boom bust, bro. Like, on top of the parlays hitting, these have been hitting. Like, I don't know where you're getting your information from. If you have a direct line to Vegas that we don't know about, maybe <laughs> like don't. a can on a string somewhere. But you've been hitting like crazy. On top of that, I got to give myself some credit every once in a while. ETN versus Carolina projected 15.9. I had him at a boom, and he got 25.8. There you go. Good job. I finally, man. You I need one. one. I need one. one. It keeps my mind at ease. <laughs> Speaking of getting one, this was easy to me. Ooh. My second bust was Tony Pollard, the bum himself. Projected <laughs> 14.8. He wasn't doing that. We put we put a side bet on it. I said, I'm not, he's not going to even put up 10. He said, you want to put a bet on it? I was like, yeah, under 10. He I'm put a, a 5.9. How much value? Nothing. Oh, I thought it was a real On the bet. house. I thought it was like live no, in the flesh. Gentleman's bet. <laughs> a gentleman's bet. <laughs> you know, spit on it, shake on it. Pause. Justin Jefferson versus Green Bay at my boom for projected 16.8. But there's no quarterback to throw to him, unfortunately. He only had 10.9. Tough. It's tough. 
And even though, like, that's a divisional game also, so I thought it was going to happen, but it didn't happen. I believe you're also rooting for him to score a touchdown. Uh, mm, hey, that's... We, we uh, won't talk about that. <laughs> I was. I was so gassed up about that, dude. I called everyone, said I was the parlay king. Because <laughs> everything in my parlay was hitting except for Justin Jefferson touchdown. I was like, I know I can do this. And then it's like, eh, too bad, so sad. That's what I get for gloating early, I guess. Uh, my final bust, Rashi Rice. I, I said this when I picked him. I was like, I don't. I think he's gonna have a good game. They projected him at eighteen point six. I was like, he's not gonna be that good. And he didn't. I, he just. I did not expect him to put up that many points. And after that, I was three for three. Yeah, I'm excited. Definitely, definitely excited. So, what do we got next? We got fantasy, our championship. Woo! It's happening. The chip. The one and only. Congrats to the scariest team in the league. Let's clap it up for Dylan Hoen real quick. Woo! Well deserved. Well deserved. Eamon, I saw Eamon talking shit. He was like, I didn't come in third, but I made more money than the guy to come in third. I was like, tell him. I was like, yo, Eamon, you gotta chill. You gotta chill. That was the commish. He was speaking at the commish. Yo. Dylan Houghton beat Anthony Barge 130 to 119. It was a good game. It was a really close game to the last players. Yeah. I think in the final game, he had Najee Harris left. Yeah. On the other side. Oh, he had Najee. Just Najee. And we were doubting Najee. You were doubting Najee. I, I was doubting him. It's it's easy to doubt him on that offense. You don't know what's going to happen. But I think realistically, since they haven't completely invested in Mason Rudolph yet, you got to expect they're going to run the ball a little more. Well, let's talk about his team. At QB, he had Jalen Hurts, was projected 23, ended up with 19. Saquon ended up with 8. Najee, projected 12, ended up with 24. Crazy, doubled it. Yep. St. Brown doing St. Brown things. He ended up with 22. Rashi Rife spoke about him. He had 17. Mm -hmm. George Kittle only got 5.9. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Gus Edwards ended up with 10.8. Uh -huh. Bill's defense, 19 points. And the legend himself, Young Ho Koo, with three. Yeah. And I then mean, on, on the other side of the ball, we got Josh Allen with 21. James Conner, who's having one of the best uh, seasons of his career. Dropped 26. Devin Singletary at 11. Tyreek Hill had 13.6. DeAndre Hopkins with 14. A, a higher game this season uh, for DeAndre Hopkins. To wow. be honest, it's kind of like a, a make or miss with him. So it was good to see him yeah. do something. Got Sam Laporta, my boy, <laughs> with 15.4. T. Higgins. Mm. What did I say about T. Higgins? What did you? What did I say about T. Higgins? He sucks. What did I say? What would I? What did I call him last week? Uh, a bum. I called no. I called him a landmine. Oh. I dropped him. I had him the whole the season. Word. I was like, I'm gonna drop this guy like he's a bomb. Whoever's gonna pick him up is gonna blow up in their face. He might have cost Anthony the championship. That's true. He picked up T. Higgins, put him in the flex, only gave him 2.9. Yeah. But to be honest, his bench didn't do that much better. I mean, we were talking about how you pick in between Najee Harris or George Pickens. And honestly, he would have been better off doing both. The Tariq method, mm. some might call it. Love that. For like when he was uh, starting all those players on the, on the commanders <laughs> yeah. all at the same time. You it know, works. hey, sometimes you got to learn from other people's mistakes and see how it unfolds. Unfortunately, it didn't go that way for Anthony Barge. Congrats to him. He still came in second. It was a good fought game. I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah, I, I said if Dylan has a great game from Harris and Gus Edwards, those were like the... And I said something about Rice. Those were the question marks on his team. And they all combined put up, what, 27? Yeah. They put up like 50-something altogether. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of what he needed. And Barkley disappointed, though. Barkley disappointed, but you had Najee Harris to pick him up. Mm-hmm. One in the chip. 
Good game. Good game. Congratulations, Dylan. All right, let's move on. This week's games. I think these are going to be really, really interesting. On the topic of Dylan, we got his team, Pittsburgh, against the Ooh, Ravens. He's a Steelers fan? He's a Steelers fan. I did not know that he was a Steelers fan. Yeah. So, listen. Baltimore just beat Miami by almost 40. Wow. And now, they have Dalvin Cook. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> I think people don't understand. Like, okay, everybody, obviously, Jet fans alone are like, yeah, Dalvin Cook wasn't shit when he got here. He hasn't been Dalvin cooking. Well, you know what? The Jets' O-line sucks. They suck. The Jets suck, yeah. So how are you going to have a good running back, <laughs> right, running right, in a bad running system? The same reason that Brees Hall isn't in that conversation. It might be the reason Brees Hall didn't make it to the Pro Bowl. Mm. Let's be for real. So to see him on a team with a good line, like Dalvin Cook, to me, all that does is give Lamar Jackson's legs a little break. Yeah, and he's definitely proved he can throw the ball now. Yeah, so I don't know, man. I think it it's not even close. I got the Ravens. I also got the Ravens. David, you also have the Ravens? You know it. All right, let's go, man. Lamar looking like the clear-cut MVP. They going to get a Super Bowl out of me. He did say that. You know, somehow we're going to get the clip in there. In the future, hopefully, I don't want to jinx nothing, knock on wood. If he, if they get the Super Bowl out of him, they're going to be replaying that clip like all motherfuckers. I think we should talk about this, too, regarding the Steelers. They're playing Baltimore. Um, there's a lot of different ways this team can clinch a playoff berth. Yeah. One, if Pittsburgh wins and if Buffalo loses, they make oh, the playoffs. Okay. If Pittsburgh wins and Jacksonville loses or ties, they make the playoffs. Mm. If Pittsburgh wins and the Houston-Indianapolis game ends in a tie, they make the playoffs. If it ends in a tie? Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the It's hell? a possibility. In week 18, where you think, oh, we're going to end the season at a draw. <laughs> hey, never. we've seen crazier happen. Mm -hmm. um, if Pittsburgh ties, plus Jacksonville loses, plus the Houston-Indianapolis game doesn't end in a tie, they make the playoffs. If it doesn't end in a tie. It doesn't end in a tie. These now, are that one's a lot to keep up with. Okay. Uh, last one we have, if Jacksonville loses, plus Denver wins, plus Houston-Indianapolis doesn't end in a tie, they make the playoffs. Sheesh. Okay, so for that mouthful, uh, it's probably not going to happen, right? The, their easiest chance, no. Their easiest chance is the Steelers need to win, and they need Buffalo to lose. Yeah, which which easily, easily could happen. Yeah, I don't think they're going to the easily, easily. Easily. No, no, no. If Buffalo loses, well, they the play Steelers, Miami. But the Steelers still need a win. All right, that's that's only two ifs instead of like the you know yeah, option number five was like <laughs> if if uh, if my shoes untied and like you know what I mean it's but just the, like the unrealistic things the, first the tie the first one's a big if they still need to beat Baltimore yeah. I've got a I I don't know though because I think that Baltimore is going to be sitting down a lot of their stars is Lamar stuff, playing no? no I don't think so yeah. no Lamar's not playing that's bro. what I'm saying that's like, why it's not a such a game. big it's, stretch yeah, it's, it's a it's a winnable game I mean don't get me wrong I do feel like this the Ravens are going to try to play spoiler yeah. like because you know yeah. it is the Steelers it's a divisional rivalry yeah. and all that good stuff like right, that right right however I the hate Steelers are going to the Steelers are going to have you know they're going to be ready to go and the Ravens are kind of in like you know. They're going to take a walkthrough for them. Look, and this is the realistic part. Buffalo could definitely lose to Miami. Yeah. yeah. Easily. They almost lost to New England. I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't say easily. Easily. No, I wouldn't say easily. Easily. I wouldn't say it's easily. A, it's the last game, and it's a divisional. Miami's still banged up. I don't think it's going to be easy. Buffalo needs to win this game to make the playoffs, no? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, 
We'll see. We'll see. We'll get. We'll cross that bridge when we get. I think there. they make the playoffs. Uh, there's probably yeah. We'll talk about that later. We got Houston at Indianapolis. Win or go home. Both teams need the Jaguars to lose to make the playoffs. The Colts already beat the Texans in Week Two. You think they have a chance? Do the Colts have a chance? Yeah. Yeah. Do the Texans have a chance? Yeah. I think this might be the closest game of the week. A sleeper game, some I, might call I it. I think this is going to be a really fun game to watch. Yeah, I'm I excited agree. For this. You know, I love watching the Colts. I don't know why. And CJ Stroud on the Titans. You know exactly why you like watching the Colts. You had Pittman all year that long. That is true. That's why. So, so now you're kind of like, <laughs> And I also okay. had Jonathan Taylor. That's, I'm saying, bro. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe it's because I had two of them. Like Maybe it's because I had money depending on them all year long. <laughs> I don't know. My life was really depending on that, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I love, I would love to see CJ Stroud in this game. I can't wait to see how he does. And I don't know if I'll, a little, uh, if, what's the word I'm trying to say? I don't know if he's going to be able to execute all the passing touchdowns that you would expect out of him through different receivers. I know a lot of them are still injured. I know you still have Collins. You still have no tank though, so that's the big You got Dalton Schultz though. You have Schultz, you have uh, with that incentive on mind. Yeah. You know, it can go that way. I think this game goes either way. Give me Houston. Alright. Um I'm gonna take the Colts. Um let's talk about what's at stake here. We got the Texans. They can clinch the AFC title, the AFC South title with a win plus Jacksonville losing or tying. How they can clinch the playoffs is if they just win. Cohesion just needs to win and they clinch the, the playoffs. Or if they tie with the Colts and Jacksonville loses plus Pittsburgh loses or tie. So they really want to bank on winning this game. Yeah, Let's yeah, just say yeah. that. They need to win this game. The Colts on the other end, very similar. For them to clinch a playoff berth, they need to win. Or they need to tie plus have Pittsburgh lose or tie. So let's say in a, in a world where Pitts, with where the Colts and the Texans tie the game, if the Pitts, if Pittsburgh loses or ties, they're both in the playoffs. Beautiful, I love it. Yeah. And you know what? David mentioned this off, uh, Mike. I wanted to mention this. There's a lot of divisional rivalries this game, uh, this week, yeah. excuse me. And I think that makes it a beautiful thing because in past seasons you would see people like watching two back-to-back -back games for these scenarios like oh if this person has to win and this person has to lose but now all those teams are playing each other because they're all in the same division so instead of having to watch two games in a row you only got to watch one it's gonna make for a fun week of football hundred percent this is gonna be cj stroud's most important game of his career to this point some might say there's a lot of bragging rights on the line this week there's a lot a lot I'm super, super excited. You got the Colts, bro? I got the Colts. I'm going to ride with them. All right. Who all you right. got, David? It's a tough one. After hearing, Petey's so compelling, you know? <laughs> His parlays are always just hitting so well. But I'm still going to go with my boy, CJ, man. The dog. I like it. Yeah, he's a dog. Come on, dude. Come on, man. After that, this is another good game. The, you know, the problem with these games, obviously, because it's the last week, it's hard to pick when you're basing it off the starters because a lot of them might not be starting. Yeah. Joe Flacco is not playing this game. You got Cleveland at Cincinnati, and they're already playing with a backup. So now it's backup against backup. I believe that turns this game into the starting quarterback is, who, Dorian Thompson Robinson? <laughs> He's DTR. back. He's is back. He? Is he? I don't, I'm assuming so. I would love to check really quick, and I am going to check. David, could you get that for us, actually? I'll find out right now. Um, it, It's going to be a good game. Cleveland's been hot. I'm, they already clinched the playoffs. Yo. 
in Cincinnati. Where they, I don't know where they're at, but I, I, they're either in or they're out. No, I'm not going to lie to you. The Bengals also have an even record at 8-8, eight and eight, but it's at Cincinnati, and they're 5-3 and three at home. So it's interesting. I want to ask you something. With these uh, with these bench starters all week long, it's obviously always going to be hard to take the over, right? Yeah. But the over's low on this one. It's at 37 and a half. That's low. They could do it. Yeah. I want to hit the over. I'll join you. All right. I'll join you. I'll take the over as well. You taking on, on that action, David? What do you think? I'll take the over. Browns, Bengals, over 37 and a half? Yeah, why not? All right, all right. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. The spread is at seven. And the starting quarterback for the Browns is none other than Jeff Driscoll. Oh, oh hell no! Oh. Do we want to change that bet? Uh, maybe. <laughs> that Cleveland defense is really good, too. Yeah, uh, you know what? I'm going to go. Give me the under. <laughs> Give me the under. We're all going for the under. <laughs> you know what? Whatever. I'm perfectly okay He's with gonna that. He's going to have a game now. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so scary, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be interesting, even though it might not be a shootout. <laughs> oh, I don't think it will be. <laughs> Talking about a, a game that might not be a shootout, but rather a murder scene. You got Detroit at Minnesota, but they're probably not starting a lot of their players either. Um, Minnesota, I think they have a very slim chance to make the playoffs. Um, if I'm looking at this and this is correct, I mean, Detroit already clinched. So I'm assuming they're not going to start a lot of starters. Right. Minnesota, they need a win, plus have Green Bay lose, plus have Seattle lose, plus have Tampa Bay lose. That's too much math. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of losing. You know what? Uh, it's it's not like it's impossible, and it's you know this is a a parlay in itself. <laughs> yeah. You know is. what I mean? They these, need a win in three. These teams are lose. throwing up parlays to make it to the playoffs, and it has to happen. But realistically, yeah. when you give your chances to so many different parts of the world, I think I think it's less likely than so. Um, they all, there's another another scenario that can go down. Mm -hmm. They need to win. Green Bay needs to lose, Seattle needs to lose, and New Orleans needs to lose. Basically, they need Green Bay and Seattle to lose, and either Tampa or New Orleans to lose. I got an interesting stat for you. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. I'm glad that everybody's head went to the same place. As of the season, so the Lions are home, right? Yeah. They've won five games at home. The Vikings have won five games away. Ooh. So it's pretty even. It's even, but Detroit's not starting their starters. They're not, but the team is the team at the end of the, the day. The Vikings still don't have a starting quarterback, so I guess it is even. But it's even because they're they're probably benching a lot of their starters also. Not the Vikings. They need a win. Oh, so they're going they're all going yeah. all out. So it's definitely Detroit for me. I'm gonna take the Vikings. You're why? Because they're starting their starters and Detroit's not. And they, the Vikings oh, need wait, to win. I'm sorry. I thought you said Detroit was starting their no, starters. No, they are clinched already. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say. What are you talking about? Okay, cool. So then you got Minnesota. I got Minnesota. It's cold over there. Uh, and it's a divisional game. I also got Minnesota, man. Cool. Interesting. David has the Lions. Mm -hmm. Talk uh, to me, David. Talk to me. They're the better me. team. Yeah, they're the better team. I mean, they got... When starting their starters. We should also take into account what happened last week. And how ugly that loss was against the Cowboys. Yeah, I think like they have something they, to prove now. That's true. I'm they're still change, looking I'm for momentum. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, they're still looking for momentum. You know, they're hosting their first playoff game since 94. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a divisional game. There might be some pride on the Lions. So, give me the Lions. I'm going to take the Lions. I don't doubt that they're. you're going to switch it up. I'm switching. 
All right, I got Minnesota still. I'm, I'm fine. I was going to hop on your wave, and then you <laughs> ditched me. So that's fine. It's cool. It's all, it's all good. Enjoy the water. <laughs> Moving on from that, we got Jacksonville at Tennessee. Even after a rough stretch of games, Jacksonville could still win the AFC South. Will the Titans be saying goodbye after this game to Derrick Henry? Oh, I think so. You think I, so? I think they should have traded him already because that, that team doesn't have a future right now. I don't think. I thought that your boy was Tajay Spears. Why are you switching up I now? Mean, he's the future. I'm saying, like, other than the running back position, they don't have a QB. Okay. They don't have, I mean, unless you think Levis is that guy. I don't believe in him as of right now, no. They don't have star power. DeAndre Hopkins is really inconsistent. It's not him that's inconsistent. It's the quarterback that's well, yeah. inconsistent. Either way, that offense. I, <coughs> I'm sorry. I have a problem. I really have an issue when people forget how nice DeAndre Hopkins is, was, will be, whatever you want to say it. He was arguably the best receiver in the league consistently. Everybody would say he had the best hands. He does. Best I think hands. I'm pretty sure I, 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 I could uh, be corrected if I'm wrong. I'm sure David could check this. I'm pretty sure that he has had the most Hail Marys thrown to him in the last five years. I'm pretty sure. In between uh, Deshaun Watson on the Texans and Kyler Murray on the Cardinals. Yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure he also got one or two thrown to him this year with Will Levis. I think that um, I think that he's that guy. He also went like a whole season without dropping a ball once. He was for a while. Did he really? I'm pretty sure, yeah. He, for a while, he was my favorite receiver in the league, bro. Fun to watch. Inconsistent QB. I think you got to ship Henry, send him somewhere, get assets back, and just run him spears. Yeah. But the other thing is that he always does miss, like, games with, with something. Like, yeah. you know, I, I know he... I mean, look, uh, Henry's getting to that point of his career now. Like, he's he's older. Yeah, and there's no real stat, by the way, to, like, look at who gets the most Hail Mary. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. That's a little... You put hey, me on a little a wild goose chase on that one. <laughs> David, yeah, can you sorry. just find his diamond <laughs> over there in the <laughs> yeah. bush, please? Some might call it a gem in the rough. Oh, Inside jokes now. Come on, bro. This shit's been going on for so long that we giggle in our free time. <laughs> let me let me tell you how the Jaguars. Tell are. me. <laughs> <laughs> Jacksonville will clinch the AFC South title. Wow. If they win the game. That's it. All they have to do. do. Nothing else has to happen. Well, there's another scenario. Tell me. They can tie, <laughs> plus have the Colts and Houston tie. So either they win or two ties. Yeah. That is super weird. Now, that's just, I don't like any of these statistics that base it on a tie. Like, I, if a tie has to happen, it's not happening. If it's a possibility, you got to include it. Um, there's also a chance for them to make the playoffs without winning the division. Okay. They would, they would need to tie themselves, plus have Pittsburgh lose or tie. Okay. Listen. Or if they lose and Pittsburgh loses and Denver loses, then they're also in. I got the Jags, bro. I also have the Jags. Come on, dude. Yeah. How do you not take the Jags? You have to. Does all right? Let me ask you this: Do you think Derrick Henry balls out this game because he has something to prove? God forbid for the next team he goes to. No. Is this his final stamp on? I deserve a job somewhere else. Y he doesn't need to stamp yeah. that he deserves it. Derrick Henry. Any team out there is like, we will take you very, very quickly. All right, right now I want to answer from both of you. Where does he go, or where do you think he should go? He's got to go to a contender. The Bills. Oh, yeah, he's got to work. He got to go to a contender. Sick. That would be insane. I think the, I, I would like to see him. On the I list. could see the Bills. I could see. Um, 
honestly, talking about, I mean, obviously they need it. I'm not going to say a contender, but the Jets weren't a contender when all these stars came to us either. So I'm going to throw a random one at you. Give it to me. Give them, give them the Panthers. No, no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't even go there. Put him in that no. same organization that no, had no, Christian McCaffrey no, no, no. Well mentioned so well. Shut up for a second. That was mentioned him so well. Now he has that up and coming rookie quarterback, and they have Adam Thielen. Put him on the Texans. Yeah. I Put like Derrick Henry on the if Texans, man. If you're gonna trust man. a rookie quarterback, why not trust There's the Panthers? A difference There's a difference between CJ Stroud and <laughs> big, Bryce Young. Big difference, bro. Big difference. All right. Let, all right. So let me throw a parlay. Okay. If this happens, and if this happens, and if this happens, and if uh, I take a piss at 5 o'clock this morning, and uh, if I finish my coffee by noon, look, if the Panthers get Derrick Henry. They won't. And if for some reason one of these uh, swirling coaches like Bill Belichick or Harbaugh lands on a team that's a nobody team right now and turns that nothing into something, would you put him on that team? No. If, I, if Harbaugh landed in Carolina. He's no. not going to. Even if he did, no. I I, <clears throat> I think Henry's a better fit in other places. I think Henry sounds really good as a Texan, man. I, I do like that. How about Tampa Bay? How about the Cowboys? Oh, Ooh. that's a really good one. I like that a lot. McCarthy's got to go, though. Keep, Yo, Pollard would get the boot no, so no. quickly. I would say keep Pollard. Yeah. I would say keep him too. Run, run that Zeke Pollard offense with Henry instead. Mm -hmm. McCarthy's got to go though. Yeah. Well, we'll see how the season ends up. But we'll yeah, see. well, imagine imagine a coach was part of a trade. I think Cowboys. That would be so cool. Imagine you're like, I, I want your coach before. It's really? happened. Yeah, that's We're, the thing. And I'm gonna tell you when it's happened. All right, please. That's I never knew that that was even a thing. Yeah. But I get a little lost, you know. Uh, lost in the sauce. I think Bill Parcells might have been part of something like that, if I do Ooh, remember correctly. But let me, I'll, I'll tell you right now. a big name. I have a, actually a really interesting quote by Bill Parcells. I know off the top of my head. Two quotes? You know, right? to, uh, look, we knew it was a wombo combo, right? It's true. So we, let's hit him with another quote. I'm pretty sure I said this on a, another episode before, but I want to say it really quick. You can fool hundreds of men down the highway of life. And take pats on the back as you pass. But your life will be filled with heartbreak and regret if you cheat on the man in the glass. Jesus. Bill, Bill Parcells. Did he have that. to go that hard for a quote? So I got a little list for you real quick. Know. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. We've got 1970 Don Shula. Ooh. Miami Dolphins sent a first-round pick to Baltimore courts after tampering with Shula while he was still in the contract. Shula went on to win a Super Bowls, went to win two Super Bowls with Miami. Great guy. Then you got Bill Parcells was part of one 1997, 1999. Mike Holmgren, Green Bay oh. Packers sent a second-round pick to Seattle Seahawks for Holmgren. In 2000, ah oh yes, I remember this. Bill Belichick, New York Jets sent a first, fourth, and seventh-round draft pick. Plus additional picks later to New England Patriots for Belichick, and then uh, he was part of a trade. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was the jet. He came. I believe he came. I with didn't the, know it was off of a trade. I thought yeah. they just fired him. No, no, he quit. Oh my! <laughs> if I remember correctly, I believe like he quit. And then John Gruden in 2002 with the Oakland Raiders. 2006, Herm Edwards with the Jets. Came from Kansas City. Wow. In 2023, Sean Payton, New Orleans Saints sent Payton's rights and third round pick to Denver Broncos. So that <laughs> so. Sean Payton was actually part of a trade to Insane. go to Broncos. I didn't know that. And now he's I do remember now. that. Actually, while we're on the topic, you're both Jets fans. Uh, I'm sure neither of you love your coach. No, hell no. no. Okay. Let's say you can trade for a coach. Who are you taking? 
don't know, Petey, you want to coach? Huh? I said, do you want to coach? I would take Dayball in a second. I like Dayball. Actually, I, I don't like know Dayball. if I want Dayball right some now. Things going on There's some Dayball. things going on with Dayball, so we might have to cross that bridge when we get there. But, I mean, I would take any coach in the league over uh, Robert Sala. Uh, I, th I think I know. I think I know David's answer. As Who do you coach? think it is, Petey? I think it's the man over there all the way in Seattle. <laughs> I take Pete Carroll in a second. Oh my God! <laughs> I would Pete take Pete Carroll's Carroll. gonna retire. Pete Carroll? Let me tell you coach. something. You give me Pete Carroll. I'll, 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 if you give me, what Pete would Carroll, you give up for Pete Carroll? If you give me Pete Carroll, I'd give I'll, my I'll, right I'll kidney actually, for. No, realistically, I would actually, honestly, I would actually feel more confident with Zach Wilson being there still if Pete Carroll was my coach. You know, Zach, uh, excuse me, not Zach Wilson. Russell Wilson was a very mobile quarterback for Pete Carroll. Mm -hmm. So if the problem is that you need Zach Wilson to be more mobile, mm -hmm. hey. But that doesn't uh, deny the fact that you could probably put Pete Carroll on a remote island somewhere and he might form a good football organization. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. just that. He's one of, the, like he's we said, good, top good. five coach in the NFL. You could put him like anywhere. He's got a put bunch of all, Islanders. Put him got, in Carolina. Put he's got a all. bunch of Islanders. Uh, uh, having practice with coconuts and shit like that. Yeah, take him to Australia. He's, say, draw, he's drawing diagrams. Years, then you're coming back. Yo, he, they got diagrams in the sand. Like, okay, you go right at at the seashell, make an in route, and you're going for the hail mary. It's a fucking turtle on the side of the you're sand. You're gonna come huh? back with like eleven Samoans. That's great. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh my god. But speaking of, since we got into the whole Belichick was part of the trade, you got the Jets. Finishing their season off playing New England. I don't even have to look for their scenarios. David made me cry when I was looking at his notes because all he wrote under the notes. Ready? Ready for this? I'm ready. I have nothing to say. <laughs> That's I mean, all he said. And you know what? This potentially could be Bill Belichick's last game as a Patriots head coach. It could potentially be the last game before he retires. I want to smack the fuck out of the Patriots this game. I, I think no hesitation. Besides you being a Jets fan, okay, and David as well, right? I think this might be the least important game of the week. I mean, yeah, it is. There's nothing on the line, but besides you know, bragging rights. that kind of like I said, there's a lot of bragging rights on the board this week, no. but. Because of that, I think that that keeps a lot more fans in tune with these games, these yeah. last games that don't matter to yeah. a lot of people. So I'm glad that even though there's some games that might be more fun to watch, maybe, the extra ones that don't really matter pull on my heartstrings and bring me right back into the full-fledged season that we're having right now. Um, I don't want him to win against us on his way out. <sighs> I don't. I, I really I, don't want to. I think to. he does it. I don't want him to because... I would be so gassed because Patriot fans, I'm sorry, Alex, always are talking hella shit when it comes to how the Patriots always beat the Jets. They do, though. I want that one leg on them, bro. Whatever. We beat Bill Belichick right before he retired. We sent him to retirement to lay in his coffin. <laughs> That's that what I want. you're taking the, uh, the Jets then, Cody? <laughs> Yes. Oh, no. Not I'm again. taking the Jets. What are you doing? Taking the Patriots. Oh, you're out of your mind. David, what do you got? I'm still taking my Jets. Come on, bro. <laughs> you guys. There's are, a reason. You're picking with your heart. That's the reason. You're picking with statistics. That's, that's what I do. Sometimes, <laughs> that's the beauty of sports. You never know. And sometimes, true. you can't teach heart. And if the Jets want to win that bad, I know the vein in Robert Sala's head is going to be pumping come this uh, Sunday. He's not going to be sitting on the sideline with a smile? I'll put, it, I'll put it to you like this. I bet money the Jets 
have two picks. I'm writing this down. <laughs> two. Write that down, write that down. Or let's say, no, not picks. Two turnovers. Either a fumble and a pick, or two picks, or two fumbles, something. Two turnovers by the defense. I'm going to say Zappy throws two touchdowns. Okay. All right. I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm not okay with it if we lose, but like, I'm okay with with your thought process. Okay. All right. Moving after that, we got Atlanta at New Orleans, another rivalry. Yeah. They're rivals. Is this game uh, important for like a playoff clinch or anything like that? It probably is. That low key, we already said that it's the worst uh, division in the league. We've said this all year long, but they're all pretty even record wise. Yeah, which makes that's what makes it really interesting because Atlanta is seven and nine, mm-hmm. but they can still win the division. Insane. With, with an eight and nine record, they can win the division. That's crazy. What they need to happen, they need to win, and they need Tampa Bay to lose, and they win the division. Oh, so it's banking on the entire. Oh yeah, duh. They, they it's yeah, division. it's they're all close. They need Tampa Bay to lose, but they also need to win. Oh. On the Saints side. Um, they need to clinch the South. They mm-hmm. need to win plus have Tampa Bay lose. So the same thing as the Falcons. Or they need a tie and Tampa Bay loses. I like it. I think it's close enough. And I honestly, I've been doubting New Orleans all year long. But I got Atlanta. Give me Atlanta, bro. I got Atlanta winning this game. Mm, this one's tough for me. It is. That's when it starts getting hard because they're all divisional. So it's a little different. Uh, Some mid versus mid. I'm going to take the Saints. You say mid versus mid, but both of their records are better than the Giants and Jets. No, they're mid. It's mid. So what do you call us? <laughs> Average. We're bad. They're low. <laughs> bad. From versus one to ten, <laughs> we're at zero. They're at five, and then there's ten. That's mid. Yeah, they're mid. All right, I'm okay with that. So, the over for this game is forty-two and a half. Oof. What do you think about that? That's a little, a little high. If you ask me. Um, I just don't trust the Falcons coaching. I don't. I trust their running backs against the Saints rushing That's defense. The coach, the coaching. They I not- mean, the Saints have what? Fletcher. No, not Fletcher Cox. What's his name? What's the name of that really good D end on the Cam Saints? Jordan? Cam Jordan. That's that's really it. Yeah, I'm Kamara a, I'm, hasn't been going crazy this year. He has been going crazy this year. Not like the way he was. I mean... No, he's been he's the best part of the Saints right now. We'll put it like that. Yeah, he yes. potentially another running back that may not. Uh, he should get shipped out. Another running back that needs to get out of there. He won't. I banked this, and I think I said this last week, or I said this to someone throughout the week. I don't remember. One of the stars in New Orleans is probably not going to be there next year. Between like Michael Thomas. Between and- Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, and Chris Olave, I bet money one of them is going to be gone. Next I think year. that Chris they keep Olave. He's the he's the newest of the yeah. three. Will so. we take? Would the Jets take Michael, Michael Thomas? Put him alongside Garrett, Alan yeah. Lazard still there? As a, like a little budget, I would, I like would a do budget a, number two maybe. I would do like an Alan Lazard, uh, Michael Thomas swap if it was offered. Mm. If it was offered, I'd take it. I think I would too. You know what I mean? Because at least if he can stay healthy, yeah. You know, because not to say that Alan Lazard did not do his thing when he was in Green Bay, but let's put it like that. He did it in Green Bay. He didn't fucking do it in New York. Well, he shit the bed. Rogers. He shit the bed in New York. So there's a potential high ceiling for someone you know that you've seen it elsewhere, but you didn't see it in New York. Do you have more faith in the Saints offense than you do in, with the Jets offense? No. 
Uh, do you have no. more faith in a potential Aaron Rodgers next year, or do you have more faith in have, a Derek Carr next year? I have more year? faith in whatever is left of Rodgers than Carr. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So you got the Saints? I have the Saints. Ooh. Okay. David, who do you got? I'm taking the Saints still. Interesting. Very I don't trust the I don't like I don't trust the Falcons either, man. I hate the Saints. I think Darren Carr is a bum. However, give me the Saints. All right, all right. I like it. I like it a lot. You know, moving right along, we're going right to the Bucks Panthers game. Okay. Right, right to the Bucks Panthers game. Same division. Well, we ne- we know what the Bucks need to do. Look. So is it at? Let's see. It's at Carolina. That doesn't matter. All 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 one Carolina Panther fan <laughs> will be there. <laughs> Fun fact, actually, isn't someone in our fantasy league a Panther fan? Yeah. Who is it? Um, is it Angel. Anthony Bard? No, Dylan Angel. Dylan Angel's a Panther fan. Panthers fan. Isn't that so random? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, come on, dude. What is what? Like, how do you even talk sports with a Panther fan right now? Hey, they have McCaffrey. When you first figure out, look, I don't know at least how it goes for you. This is how it goes for me. You start talking to someone new, okay. Oh, you watch sports? Okay, cool, whatever. Oh, what's your sport? Oh, okay, football, da da da. Oh, oh, you're a Panthers fan. Cricket? Is that as bad as Joey? Our, our friend Joey. He's an Eagle fan. He's an Eagle fan, but I don't know if you've noticed. Born in Jersey. Yeah. Raised in Jersey. Right. He's a fan of every rival of New York teams. <laughs> he's a Blue Jays fan, which is. That's super random. A rival, yes, a rival of the Yankees. He's an Eagles fan, rival of the Giants, and he's a Celtics fan, but rival of the Knicks. That's the beauty. He's a Joey's a Celtics he's fan. He's a Celtics fan. Ugh. Yeah, right. Ew. And he's a Pittsburgh Penguins fan for all the hockey watchers out there. Oh, uh, whatever. I don't really care about that one, but <laughs> I but be- I believe it because when it comes down to it, like, it's really him living closer to Philly than he really is closer to New York, it and that's sense. kind of the thing when it comes to New Jersey. It's like you don't really ever know what's gonna happen. So it's unrealistic, but I get it. New Jersey, you kind of just throw one up and you pick one. Enough um, about Joe. Let's talk about the Buccaneers. Um, you know who I'm picking. Right. I'm picking my boy Baker Baker. As you should. As we said, he's making how much if he wins this game? Two, Two million. Two million. They don't call him money maker for nothing, right? And all he has to do is win this game. He's going to make the money. No, but all, all the Bucks have to do is just win this game to, to make it to the playoffs. Nothing else has to happen. They need to win. That's it. Okay. Or they tie, and New Orleans loses. Okay, okay. I'm not I know you don't like ties, so they just need to win. <laughs> I don't. But, no. I mean, look. Or, actually, that's just to win the division. They can also make the playoffs if they tie <laughs> and if Seattle loses. Okay. So, yeah. I'm not mad at that at all. Honestly, who do you got? Is it hard for you? Are you going to ask me that question? <laughs> it's the Bucks, man. It's I my just boy. Wa- I wanted to hear you say it one more time for the playoff berth. Baker, Baker, cash money, money maker. Why'd you say that like he was signed to Lil Wayne? He might be. <laughs> Is Baker Mayfield confirmed? I, I think we YMCMB? Sh- we need to start the argument. Comeback player of the year. Ooh. Ooh. Come on. But honestly, be for real. I know it's a divisional game, but does winning against the Panthers do that? If he makes if, if he, he wins the, the playoffs, division, if he makes yeah. the playoffs. If he wins yeah. the division, yeah. he should be comeback player of the year. I'm not mad at you for it, and I doubted you when I said that. I wasn't even comparing him. I remember I asked you, Cody, what team are you picking? I got <laughs> duh, bro, the Bucks. 
<laughs> I picked the Panthers one time. No, I'm sorry, <laughs> twice. And they did me wrong twice. So fool me one time, I mean, shame on you. Fool gonna... me twice, shame on me. I'm never picking the Panthers again. I think for the, at least the next two years. That's what I, happens when they I have thought you were gonna season. hit us with the uh, with the with the George Bush uh, quote. Fool me once, shame on you. Uh, Fool, fool me, me twice. Well, you can't fool me again. <laughs> fool me one time, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you. Shout out Cole. Turn it into a J. Cole song really quick. Mm. That's the only reason I know that quote. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else. David, I don't know if you were just like listening to George Bush in your free time. <laughs> but that's the only reason I know that quote myself. Um, honestly, this next game I think is going to be really interesting. You got Green Bay at Chicago no Chicago at Green Bay excuse me you got Chicago at Green Bay another divisional game you know how much the Packers and the Bears hate each other oh do they hate each other it's one of those like you know even I remember Aaron Rodgers was even uh hitting up Jordan Love when they beat the Bears and he was like uh good job keeping the score up or something mm -hmm. like that because you know it's just like it's in his veins and I don't blame him bro the Bears are just like so Annoying. Best best jerseys in the league, though. No, here we go. Oh, God. <laughs> but what do you think about this game, bro? I, I think this is going to be a super fun. I always love when Green Bay plays against Chicago. Yeah. This rivalry. That isn't much of a rivalry. I feel like Green Bay always wins. I mean, most of the time they win, I feel like. You want to hear a crazy stat? Give it to me. If the Packers beat the Bears, mm -hmm. they would... Uh, they're chasing the postseason, obviously, as yeah. everyone, a lot of people are in this uh, scenario. Yeah. They would beat the Bears for the 10th straight time. Wow. If they beat them on it, Sunday. Is it? It's like the Jets and the Patriots of the past, huh? I think it's just the Jets and Patriots of over there. <laughs> because I still feel the Jets-Patriots over here. No, I'm just saying, like, there's one team that beats the other. Like how important it is, you're no, saying? No, I'm just saying one team beats the other most of the time. So, the Bears are away. Are they mathematically out of the playoffs, David? Do we know that? The Bears? The Bears. They have to be. Yeah, no, they're 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 smooth out of it. There's they have they're not playing for anything. Yeah, okay. because they're just you like the lines in that the, division. They they have the number one pick locked up. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not that's not on them. That's just because that's, that's yeah, the but Panthers pick. If they have the number one pick, they're not they're not going to the playoffs, bro. Yeah, that's not. Well, how that's that. just that that pick is just from the Panthers. That's not theirs. Oh, that's true. Don't know. Yeah, no. To but, answer your question, Peter. I mean, no. if you can find it, let me know. But I'm pretty sure there's no picture where they go to. They're seven and nine. You know, even if they won this game, they're still going to be under uh, 500. It's I don't think. Yeah, so, I don't bro. see them here. But the Packers, if they win, they're in the playoffs. Um, the spread's only at three. It should be only at three. You think it's going to be that close? I think. The Packers don't. Oh, the Bears have been impressive. Man, this is the Bears against the Packers. They're not going to let them win. The Bears. No, excuse me. The Bears have been winning by a lot, but the Packers have been keeping it close every game. The Packers have been really good this year. I like. I love the way they play. Um, the Bears, too. I just They've been really hot as of late. They have nothing to play for, essentially. This is their Super Bowl. This is the Bears Super Bowl. Okay. They're playing against their rival. They don't want to let the rival into the playoffs. Right. If Green Bay wins, they're in the playoffs. I'm going to give you a little parlay. Okay. I got the Bears to cover six. Okay. I got Jaden Reed. Mm, your boy. Total scrimmage yards over 36. Why 36? Yeah, I don't know. That was first so number, random. First number to Not 35? Right. I don't have this pre-written. Okay. Um, Off the top. And I have DJ Moore over 
80 yards. All right, I'll put it like this. I got anytime rushing touchdown, Justin Fields. Okay. I got, is Christian Watson back this game? No. We don't know. We don't know. He's probably not going to have one. I'm going to say the over for this game is 45. Mm -hmm. Give me the over. I like that. And then I'm going with the Bears money line. Give me the Bears. I got the Bears this week. The Bears. Come on, bro. I like that parlay. I'm trying to catch up with you, bro. If I'm not the king, let me be the prince of parlays, <laughs> at least. I can't be third on my own show. It'd be kind of devastating if I was. Um, uh, It's hard. I'm also going to choose the Bears to win. Woo! I'm going to choose the Bears to win this week. How what about you, you David? Who what, you got? what do you think, David? Give me the Packers. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. I'm, I'm picking a heart. I like it. I like it. Moving right along, we got Denver at Las Vegas. Honestly, is either of these uh, teams in the question for playoff contention? No. Uh, not really that important of a game then. Both, yeah, both teams are out of contention, essentially playing for draft posts. So who do you think needs a higher draft pick more desperately, the Broncos or the Raiders? The Raiders. Yeah. I think we'll talk about this in a future episode. I think the Raiders should trade for that number one pick. And draft Caleb Williams. They should trade it from Chicago? They should grab that pick from Chicago. Yeah, but Chicago's... I mean, if they're keeping uh, Justin Fields, they're going for a receiver, bro. As they should. Maybe they don't need to pick him at number one. True. Yeah, he might still drop because it's a hot, it's a heavy quarterback class, right? Yeah. And a lot of teams are looking for one. So kick uh, O'Connell out of there, get yes. Caleb Williams to throw the ball to Devontae Adams. That'd be nasty. And Jacoby Myers, that'd be nasty. I think they need to pick a little more desperately. I need, yeah. So give me them to lose. <laughs> <laughs> so so give you Denver. Yeah, give me Denver to I win. might just have to agree with you, bro. But unlike us, David has Las Vegas. I do. It's it's just gonna be like, <laughs> are, they're both gonna try to lose, right? Yeah, they have to. It's gonna, I know you don't watch South Park. Never. But there's an episode where South Park's overrated. Whatever. There's it is. an episode where they're on a little league team, right? Okay. And then none of them want to play baseball, and they're like, "Well, if we lose, we're out of the tournament, and we don't have to win anymore." Right. And all the parents are so invested. <laughs> they talk to the other team. And they're like, "Look, we're just gonna let you win. We don't want to play anymore." And they're like, "No, we don't want to play anymore either." So the whole game was just both teams throwing to see who could lose on purpose. And the team, South Park's team ended up making it to the finals. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they were trying to lose so bad, they still won every game. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, uh, man, it's hard for me to laugh at South Park things just knowing it's South Park. Okay. Honestly, okay. look. <laughs> okay. Look, why is it that I doubted that South Park was going to be mentioned on the show? Why? Like, with you next to me, why did I ever cross my mind? I was like, you know what? They're not going to bring it up. Hey, week 12. Week episode 12. What do you mean episode 12? That's how long it took. That, oh, yeah. It took 12 episodes. I, I would have... You know, that's, that's, about, that's about right. 12 episodes in, you know, let it get mentioned that I don't like it. And we keep moving. Um, After that... I don't know, man. We don't have many games left on the on the schedule after that. After that, we have Philly at New York. Another exciting game, especially for you, man. Especially for me. This is the one I want the Giants to win. Yeah. Philly, man. We got to talk about it. They've been struggling. Yeah. The they... Giants are the only team to have beaten Philly 
in the last four games. Really? No. No, Philly's the only team. The Giants Philly had. Here. Yeah, the Giants. I said that. The Giants backwards. are the only Excuse team me. Philly has beaten the last four games. Yeah. And yeah. barely. Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. So are they getting lucky that they're playing the Giants this week? They, they lost two games against big teams. Yeah. They barely beat the Giants. Oh, just, big team figure. They lost Arizona. No, no, no. I'm saying before that. Oh, okay. It was what? The. Bills. I don't remember those two games. I forgot. Um, but they lost against the Giants barely and then just lost to Ar- one. They against, lost to Dallas. They lost to Dallas. Yeah. And then one against New York, not convincingly, and lost to Arizona. They're coming back. Uh, I, they need to win. Like, they. I don't know, man. Like, this is a divisional game, too. So, you know, yeah. the Giants aren't going to let them win. If, the, if Philly wins and Dallas loses. They clinched at NFC East. Okay. But if they lose, I think Dallas has it. So. Wow. So it's it's coming down to the line for this. And so you they, know the Giants want to play spoiler. Yeah. And they, yeah. I, I mean, I would if I was the Giants. So this is interesting. Philly allowed 221 rushing yards last game. And, and now, got Saquon now they got Saquon to worry about. Ooh. Isn't that a little interesting? The stories seem to be writing themselves. You got to see this as a chance for the Giants to be like, you know what? Fuck Philly. I bet, let's say five, six weeks ago, Philly fans, they're what? They had a really good record at that point. They How looked, many weeks ago, you said? Five weeks ago. Okay. Well, I'll so that's what? Then. Minus four losses and one win. So they were like 11 and one. Yeah. All right. 11, they're sitting pretty at 11-1 in the lead. You're looking at the schedule. You see at the end, you have the Giants, Arizona, and the Giants. Yeah. They're probably like, oh, we got this in the bag, right? Four weeks ago, they were 10-3. and 10-3. and Yeah. Fine, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we have the Giants, Arizona, and the Giants again? That's easy. That should be three wins. Yeah. Nope. They barely beat the Giants. Lost Arizona. I don't think you're too confident in this game. So you got the Giants? I got the Giants. I got the Eagles this game, bro. I don't blame you. They but need it. They need it. Just like you picked the Jets, I'm going to pick the Giants. I, I like it. I like it. What do you think, David? I'm going with the Eagles. Yeah, it's it's kind of not not because I don't think anybody doesn't have faith in the Giants because it's a rivalry match, but. I don't. <laughs> oh, well, I guess the you Jet. You heard it here first. The Jet fan is coming out of David right now. I'm not going to hold you. It's. I'm sorry. And I know you came in today wearing the Jets green, <laughs> but you got the Giants jersey behind you. You're feeling a little bold today. I get it. I get it. It's okay. Every dog has their day. Bro, Next, we got bro. Seattle at Arizona. The I mean, Arizona just beat Philly, bro. So? Is that not as impressive as it once was? Mm. <laughs> I mean, look. I guess that's the question. The Cardinals aren't a great team, but now that they have Kyler back, they're... A good team. They're all right. I think this is a sleeper game for me. I think this is going to be a lot more explosive than people think it is. James Conner, like I said before, is having one of his best seasons up to date. If he gets 110 rushing yards or more this week, he'll hit 1,000 rushing yards for the season. He's going to be running like Pacheco this week. That's what (laughs) I'm saying. I don't know, man. Uh, They're coming off the high of the win. Arizona still has nothing to play for besides, you know, bragging rights i guess yeah seattle they need to win plus have green bay lose to make the playoffs so this is a must win for seattle they need to win win. and they also need green bay to lose 
Uh, I, I, I think you're right. I don't think that uh, James Conner is going to hit that thousand, if I'm being brutally honest with you. Seattle's rushing defense isn't anything to play about. I think Seattle has one of those sleeper defenses where, not sleeper as in they're not good and people don't know they're good, but they don't have those big names that people really talk about heavily. Man, there's a scenario here where the Packers don't make the playoffs. Let's say the Bears beat the Packers okay. and Seattle wins. Seattle's in, Packers out. And the Bears? No, not no, the Bears. No, still out. Oh, okay. That's kind of But that's crazy. what the Bears... Look, the Bears want to spoil the Packers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If they beat the Packers and Seattle wins, Packers are out. Yeah, but, I mean, that's that's what's so crazy about this week is, like, you have no idea because they're all divisional. We're going to be watching these games on Red Zone. And it's like, oh, this team's losing. What's going to happen? Where's oh, the tie? Red what Zone. Red, Red Zone is going to be crazy. <laughs> and because no one's going to want to miss anything. The subscriptions are going to jump up this weekend. <laughs> Just give me the one-week trial. I might have to, like, unplug all my computer monitors that I have in my house and just plug them all in with my <laughs> TV, TV and just have one everywhere, like, east, west, AFC, NFC, yeah, here, there, da, da. I'm going to have a lot of fun watching football this week. What's the best snack to eat while watching football? Mm. Snack? Let's say food. Fuck, forget snack. You know what? I do curse a lot. Forgive my foul language. <laughs> what is your favorite food to eat while watching football? Damn. It's got to be wings. I was going to say wings or pizza. Wings. How about nachos? I think feel like nachos are underrated, fellas. Uh, I just had nachos last night. I love nachos. Yeah, I also bro. had nachos last night, but I'm going to be brutally honest. I'm not a huge nacho guy. Hmm. But You haven't had a good nacho. I'm a chip and dip kind of guy. How could you be a chip and yeah, dip kind of guy, but not nachos? Nachos are preset. Yeah, but it's it's you it's throw it all essentially, in there. You just you know what it is? essentially it's chip with dip and more. talk to me. You haven't gotten a good see when you get nachos that are rightfully layered. Right. Huh. Come on now. Fun fact. Shout out the green room. Fun fact. Uh -huh. Yeah. The fun, fun fact. The first day we met David, he had nachos. It's, it's true. Fact. And he was dogging those nachos. Yeah. Killed them. Every he was five like, minutes. He the best nachos I had yeah. in a while. <laughs> he was like, he was, no, this was this was David. He was like, that'd be five minutes. Sorry guys, I'm sorry I'm not talking. Just did nachos are really good. <laughs> Yo, it's really nice to meet. Oh, there's nachos. Yo, so tell me a little about. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, they were good. They had ground beans, beans, jalapenos. He remembers. Cheese, you don't have to cream. explain it to me. It I understand. None of that. None of that extra shit like lettuce. I don't need all that. You know what I mean? You know, like all right, but I'm not a, on a nacho. Not exactly. on a nacho. Yeah. No, not on a you nacho. Like tomatoes on a nacho. We could do some pico. Yeah. Okay. We could do some pico, yeah. some jalapenos. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, who are you picking? This isn't a nacho podcast. Right. <laughs> who who are you picking? I got Seattle in this one. Uh, I have Seattle. Right, so do I. So in we my scenario, that... I have Seattle to win and the Bears to win. So the Packers are out. Listen, I wanna I wanna hit you with a with a little parlay for this one, if you don't mind. I don't mind. If I can gather my thoughts together to bring you something that's presentable enough for the people to know that I'm out of my mind, please. Come on, thoughts, come here. Over 47 and a half is uh, for this game. You're going to take it? That's too high. I'm taking the under. Okay. Defensive team against mediocre offense. I'm taking the under. And the spread is at three. I want to do an alternate spread and put it at seven. I'm going to take the Seahawks minus seven. And then I'm going to take anytime touchdown. Wait for it. Kenneth Walker. 
I, I lost you. <laughs> so it just felt like you threw an eight-leg parlay at me, and I know it wasn't. No, it wasn't. But I'm gonna stick with you. I I feel you. Yo, I'm, I'm gonna say. I one do more. think Walker has a game. Look, under 47 and a half. Uh, Seahawks minus seven. Kenneth Walker anytime. I like it. How do you guys feel? I like it. You Dang. also have Seattle. We all have Seattle. I won't be locking that in, but it sounds good. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, all right. Well, you know what? If no one believes in me here, how no are locks. the people going to know? I got to be honest with you, though. I had no doubt in my mind that David was going to take Seattle off after all the Pete Carroll hype that just went on a couple Duh. minutes ago. I mean, it's against Arizona. Yeah, I don't blame you. Another team, I don't blame you for your pick. I'm just going to assume I know what you have. Kansas City at LA Chargers. I got Kansas City. <laughs> Uh, I think we can all just, you know, look away at the screen, you know, stretch a little bit, go grab a water. Who's worried about this game? Kansas Ooh, City won. Not me. I think that there's no doubt in my mind that Kansas City sweeps the Chargers under the, the furniture with a broom. Um, they already clinched their division. Is Mahomes fully going to be playing? Maybe not. He might Maybe not be playing. He might be throwing the ball to Kelsey to get him those 17 yards and then leave. I mean, I would do that for my boy. Hell yeah, I would That's do that. That's it? Yo, let me give you 17 real quick. Oh, my God, my arm hurts. Ow. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Cramp. Cramp. Mom, please. See you next week. Andy, I'm going down. <laughs> Ma-Auto? What's the, what's the state part? What? what? Mahomes and Ma-Auto. Travis Kelsey's oh, yeah. Ma-Auto. And he's like, <laughs> he's like walking away yeah. all mad. Put your jersey on. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Stay Farm. Word. <laughs> Honestly, bro, even though that no one cares about this game, I'm scared about the Chiefs going in the playoffs, aren't you? Uh, this is the most worried I am about them in the last, like, seven years. This is the most I've been worried about them since the Pat Mahomes era. Yeah. They haven't been looking very dominant, man. Yeah, It man. is what it is. Every team in the playoffs has better receivers than they do. Every. Yeah. Every single one. Aside from maybe, like, you know, the random Saints or... You know, something like that. You yeah, know? if they make it. I mean, Chris Olave and Michael Thomas are Thomas better on. Out. He is, but I mean, out for the season. Well, he hasn't played in a while. I don't think he's playing this week. I forget what his injury is. Maybe David could find that. But if for some reason Chris Olave is out, I, mean, I don't know, bro. I think Chris Olave by himself is better than any receiver that the Chiefs have. I mean, if you're counting Kelsey, no. But if, uh, Kelsey hasn't had a good Kelsey's, I mean, he's not the number one tight end this year. If you take, you told me yourself, who's the number one tight end this year? Laporta? Sam Laporta! <laughs> he is number one ranked in fantasy. Come on! If you take Adam Thielen from the Panthers, switch him out with Rashi Rice. No, no, no. You need to keep Rashi Rice there. I said switch him out with Kadarius Tony. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Adam Thielen. Let's say, yeah, because Rashi Rice is all they got. So I Why feel like... in the world would Carolina give up no, Adam what? Thielen for Kadarius Tony? Can you use Tony? your imagination, Cody? Yes. Okay. Oh. Uh, I'll try. We're in Petey's playhouse right now. Okay. Oh, that sounds scary. That's like Ooh. very close to Pee Wee Herman kind of <laughs> energy. Mm. No copyright. You're gonna you're so, gonna pull up to the next uh, recording with the with a red tie. <laughs> Let's say if if Adam Thielen came to the Chiefs in this like magical scenario, so the Pat Mahomes has Thielen and Rashi Rice and Kelsey. How would you feel about if that? If Adam Thielen had Pat Mahomes throwing to him, a thousand receiving yards. You think season. so? Yes. Yes. You think 100%. he can still do that? Yeah. I don't think that. I never doubted he could. He was doing it before that when he had Kirk Cousins. He was doing it earlier. He was doing it. He set mm. those records for a reason. He wasn't even drafted. He's nice. Let's and they forgot all about him because of Justin Jefferson, gave him the boot, sent him to Carolina to retire. So I think if he comes back, I don't put him in the same category as DeAndre Hopkins. That's completely disrespectful. 
but very similar, off. very similar in the sense that if you put him on a team, I think he could still produce. Adam Thielen. Let's not forget gets my, what he was doing in the first half of the season. Could I finish my, my yeah, statement? Yeah, of course. Because this is important. This is one of my favorite flex players for a long time in the league. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I see Adam Thielen's potential ceiling right now as what I saw Cole Beasley for a very long time. One of the best slots in the league. Mm. You put him wherever he'll be productive. He's one of those guys. He did it on the Bills. He did it on what? What was it? The Cowboys? Cole Beasley was on the Cowboys for a minute, right? Pretty sure. And he was always doing it. Even though they had their struggles, it was consistently a wide receiver number two. And that's what he is. And in Carolina, he's a wide receiver number one with a rookie quarterback that doesn't know what he's doing yet, and it's a shame. He would ball elsewhere. I agree. I, he was balling earlier this year as the number one. Yeah. And he was balling in fantasy, too, because of it. I remember. Yeah, I had him in my Yahoo. It wasn't hard for other teams to figure out, hey, this is the only guy that they could throw to, and that's it. All right. Uh, we all got the Chiefs. Yeah. Moving on to the next one. The Rams against the 49ers at 49. Got the California matchup. California. And down it in the city. Oh, you know the words. In the city of California. Or whatever it is. In the city. Puka only needs 29 receiving yards to break the rookie record. He's going to do it. And Look, he's gonna win the award. He is rookie of the year. I'll give it. I'll give this to you. I'll give it to you because I wasn't giving it to to you before. If he breaks the record, he deserves offensive rookie of the year. Thank you. If he breaks the record, let's say he breaks the record, and C.J. Stroud wins this week and takes him to the playoffs. Who's your pick? Isn't isn't C.J. Stroud also have a, a having a? Uh, I don't. It's not record breaking. Record breaking year? No, I don't think so. Well, he was out for yeah, a little while. It's, too, it's not a record. But break, he was but like, he was like on route to to break something I'm before sure, the yeah, injury. Yeah, I'm sure he was. No, I'm pretty sure he broke the the record for like most uh passing yards thrown by a rookie or something like that, or most touchdowns before week something. Maybe uh maybe, maybe David could find Maybe it's like that. a specific before. But that'd be really yeah. interesting. I don't know, man. To be honest with you, I think I, it's Puka no matter what. It's hard because CJ missed time this year. Yeah. I think that's the only thing that's pushing him back, but breaking a record is breaking a record. If he gets, if he breaks his record, he has my pick. Um, San Francisco doesn't need to win this game at all, bro. Yeah. They're they've clinched for how long now? Brock Purdy's not playing. Did you know that? Yeah, he's not playing. McCaffrey's probably not playing. Yeah, bro. I think the Rams might just do this. Do the Rams need to win this game at all for for a clinch? Because that. Because they're also pretty close to 500. Both teams sure. have their uh, tickets pretty much punched for the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, well, 49ers, obviously, but the Rams, yes, they have had their uh, their position is clinched, yes. I think they clinched it last week with the Giants missed field goal. Yeah. We'll put it like this. <laughs> <laughs> so you're welcome. That's crazy. Hey, you know I'm a huge Cooper Cup fan, so. I say, look, just straight up and down, being honest, forget stats, forget players, forget whatever. The Rams are going to play harder this game. They are. They are. They're going to play harder. You taking yeah. them? I think I got the Rams this week. Underdog I, I story. Think, I think Cup is going to half play this week because, you know, he's had injury issues. He's going into the playoffs, want to be healthy, probably won't play full snaps. Puka needs to break this record. He's going to play all the snaps until he gets it. I mean, all the snaps is crazy because he only needs 29 receiving yards. That's also true. It's not that It's not that far off from, like, okay, two quick routes and you're done. Yeah. I got the. I got the Rams, bro. I also have the Rams. Let's see. Who does David have? 
I got the Rams, and I actually have a little parlay set up, too. Let's hear it. So I'm going to take Puka 50-plus because he's obviously going to get that 29, right? But right. I give him, like, that 50. Maybe, like, maybe a little long pass here and there. I'm going to take Kyron Williams for a TD. Okay. I'm going to do Stafford 225-plus because he loves to throw that. And you know what? I'm going to say Coop's going to have a, a cup. Sorry, I said Coop. I said Cooper Cup. It's going to have 40-plus receiving yards, too. His like word, that. his name is a tongue twister, to be honest with you. Cooper I've Cup, done Cooper that Cup, so many times. I think it rolls off the tongue beautifully. I don't know. I when, can't do it. When you finish the word Cooper, it leaves you right in the spot to say Cup. The Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup? I guess so. I don't, really, I don't really think about that. It's a like beautiful that. thing. <laughs> David's having fun over there. What was he doing? What was he doing before the game before? Oh, my God. That was funny as hell. So, I have a question for you, David. Against the 49ers D-line. Yep. Why do you have faith in Kyron Williams for a touchdown? Uh, I just think, you know, with the play action that they run over there, it sets them oh, up nicely. Yeah. I agree. Sean McVay likes that play action, man. So he it's does. like, you know, yeah, give me give me Kyron Williams for a TD. And like I said, and like what Petey said, you know, I don't, the, the 49ers have clinched since, I don't know, week three, damn near, <laughs> it seems like. So, so with that being said, you know, I don't know if they're going to be like starting, you know, their full defense. They might want to rest some guys. So, yeah, man. Give me Kyron. I like it. I like it. All right. The next one, also a divisional one. You might be a little more interested in this than us, Petey. You got Dallas at Washington. Um, I don't know who the starting quarterback for Washington is this week. I don't know if it's Jacoby Brissett or if they're going back to Sam Howell. Why did they bench Jacoby uh, Sam Howell? Is because of he just played game last play? Um, he, Sam Howell? He wasn't supposed to play, and he ended up playing. Oh, wow. Was Jacoby Brissett not playing well? I think he was hurt. He got hurt? No. Yeah, it was like pre-game. I don't think it was a huge deal, but he just couldn't start, and they started how last second. I hope he's fine. You know, I'm playing around. I really do like him as a player. But I want to talk to you about Dallas, because we were talking about this before. It's true, man. Like, is Tony Pollard a bum? Yes. the weakest part of Dallas's team? Yes. Like, mm. straight up and down. Is he the worst? Is he the only thing holding them back from being a San Francisco? Um... Maybe. Maybe the coaching as well. All right. I'll, we'll go player by player. Let's do this. CeeDee Lamb, Debo Samuel. CD. Okay. Brandon Cooks, Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk. Oh, dude, what? Not even close. Yeah. Um, I think the Tony... better question is which receiving core would I take? I would take the Niners. Of course. Of course, bro. I'm saying, yeah. Like I, like I told you last uh, week, bro, like... They are always have been a passing heavy team. CD Lamb. They never needed a heavy running back. Like CD Lamb is the best one out of that group, I feel like. But just Brandon Cooks is just a fall off. Christian McCaffrey and Tony Pollard aren't even a comparison. I don't bro. even want to have that conversation. But Dak and Brock are pretty even. Yeah. yeah. This season they're pretty even. Yeah. That's all you could say. I would take Dak barely. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I would take that. You already know who I'm riding with. I know who you're riding with. My dog. I Listen, I, I I, think that you we've never seen Dak Prescott out of this system either. Yeah. Is it one of those things where you have to, unfortunately, may have to see him somewhere else to get that conversation out of the way? Dallas has a good job of not making any quarterback look like that. I mean, every quarterback is the star on that team. Aikman, Romo, Dak. All those stars, but they can never get it done recently. Well, they're going. They're not. They're not going. Going. 
You don't see them going, like, going. What's been the story the last couple of years? They make it to the playoffs, and then what do they do? Lose. Could, could you argue? They choke. They may choke. not make it because of Tony Pollard. Probably. No, I don't. I wouldn't say that's the difference. I bet money. Be. I don't know. Be. I don't know when they get eliminated, but I bet money that if they lose early or if they lose off of like something ridiculous, it's because Tony Pollard could not get in the end. Zone. I'm gonna make a bet right now, a little side bet. Okay. okay. Tony Pollard does not have a touchdown in the playoffs. Ooh. In the playoffs. Wow. That I first like round that. exit. No, they could still keep going. Tony Pollard does not, not have a touchdown Super Bowl in the playoffs. Without having Pollard score a touchdown. Oh, I don't have them winning the Super Bowl. I know. I'm saying, I'm saying, but if you're telling, they wouldn't even win the first round. Uh, they could win the first round without Pollard scoring. But if Pollard isn't scoring game two, they're not. They're not winning. I'm putting it in. I mean, Pollard doesn't score for I guess it depends this, on who they the play, right? It doesn't matter who they play. It doesn't matter who they play. They're, if they're if gonna Tony Pollard have to play good teams. Scoring. If Pollard isn't scoring, they're not making it to the Super Bowl. I, I I think that there's teams that they could play. That have a bad enough secondary that they won't have to be in that position. I guess. I don't know. I. I'm I, locking it in. Lock it in. Do I, I want to take the opposite of David. I want to take that he will score. I, I. I. All right. I'll make it even more interesting. He scores in their first round of the playoffs. Okay. Oh. I mean, we don't really know who that's gonna be yet. We don't. But whoever it is, because like you said, it, it doesn't even matter, right? As like you said. If the season ended this morning. They'd be playing the Packers. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I would take that. What? All right, so take it. It's locked it in, so it's that locked ain't in. A problem. That, that ain't could, a problem. That could, easily, problem. that could easily be Seattle. Oh, then that's scary. It's locked in. So All right, whatever. whether it's scary or not, it's, it's in there. In. <laughs> he said, yeah, I'll bet to bet. <laughs> okay, now the last one, and I'm really glad it's the last one. Because it's also close to my heart. It's my division. You got Buffalo at Miami. Now, this is a good one. Yeah, this is. is a good one. And like I said before, I would be shitting my pants if I was Buffalo from how I just played against New England. Yeah, man. They they're, they got to be nervous. Can I ask you a question directly? Who has a better defense, Miami or New England? If, if everyone's healthy. If everyone's healthy. Miami. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, Nick yeah. Van Jones. Yeah. Right now, Defense coordinator. Yeah, Miami. It, it might be the Patriots healthy. as of last week. Just no, but, no, but healthy was the question. Yes, yes. So, so healthy, Miami. yeah, Miami, Miami for sure. Bradley Chubb is out. ACL. What a torn he's out. ACL. No, he's out. He's, yeah, he's out, out. out. No, he's he's done. Finito. That's like, Chief Keefe. But do we have our corners back? Yeah, they're back. They but came yeah. back for the game before too. They mm -hmm. were they were questionable before we started, and then they were uh, both. Taylor Ramsey mm -hmm. didn't play last week. They did. He did. Oh. They were questionable, and the estimated date of return was the game they played. So, mm -hmm. they did okay. Yeah, I but still got Miami. Whoever wins this game is first Jeez. place AFC East. I know. No, is it? Uh, I think so, right? Yes. Yeah. Look, look, yeah. man. If Buffalo this for the loses, AFC crown, yeah. If Buffalo loses, they're not. They don't even make the playoffs. They can jump from the two seed to out. Mm -hmm. That's isn't that crazy? That's the gap. Yep. They can be. Ten and seven. Those and divisional losses, man. Yeah. They could be ten and seven and miss the playoffs. Wow. They, like, what was the other team that we were talking about? That could be seven and eight. Yeah. And make the playoffs. Uh, what was it? The Saints. Something like or the, that. Or the Bucks yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But you know, regardless. The Falcons. They could be eight and nine and make the playoffs. This is a perfect example of what I was saying. I remember those years, like let's say what was it, like 2015 ish, when uh, they were about the Jets were about to make the wild card. 
and it mattered if Buffalo or Miami won or lost. So I remember like watching separately, you know, the Bills played the Buff, uh, the Bills played the Jets that that game, but then Miami played someone else. So I went out of my way to watch the Miami game because it mattered if they won or lost to see if the Jets were even gonna have a chance. But, you know, that's why these games are close to my heart because, you know, me and uh, me and David had a conversation about Rex Ryan and about how... Uh, what a throwback. What a throwback. But they were, they're were they talking about him potentially coming back for a coaching position in the NFL. That's what David was telling me. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about that? I didn't. Look, so I hate Rex Ryan because... He wanted so bad to beat us when he was the coach of Buffalo, and that's why we didn't go to the wild card that year. Yep. So that's why all of these games are going to have an impact on me the same way that I had an impact when Rex Ryan did that to me back in 2015. That's also why I want to smack the hell out of Bill Belichick because I don't want a coach's name over my, uh, my legacy, let's mm. say, as a Jets fan. I like that. Well, look, the, the, the Dolphins are in no matter what. But if they win, they have the title. They're the champs of the division. Are they Are they sitting people? I doubt it. I mean, it's an, an important game for both I of them. I think they're right? all playing. Um, the Bills, on the other hand, if they win, they have the title. If they lose, they can still make the playoffs. There's a way. Mm-hmm. If they lose or tie, they just need... Or if they tie, they're in. All right? This is the only Sunday night game, too. Perfect. This is the one I wanted. To, this is the one I would want to be a Sunday. Yeah, game. this is going to be a good game. Um, look, if Buffalo ties with Miami, they're in. If they lose, they need Pittsburgh to lose, or they need Jacksonville to lose. Ooh. So if they lose, they're looking at Pittsburgh and Jacksonville, and one of them needs to lose. Other than that, I think going into this game, the Bills need this win more, and I think they're going to take it. I, I, I got Buffalo. I think that because they want to still get the crown and nobody really wants to give up the crown, Mike McDaniels isn't going to go off with an L. I'm going to take Miami in this game. I like that. What do you think, David? Well, Dolphins, have they beaten a team over 500 all year? Uh, I have no idea, but I'm assuming the way you're asking, the answer is no, question mark? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or it hasn't uh, been easy. I think, yes. I think, I think, I think. Honestly, I think they have a losing record with teams um, over 500. So, with that being said, and the Bills needing it, and they're, you know, it's either they win or they go home. So, give me the Bills. All right. All right. I'm okay with that. Well, last but not least, the boom and bust for this week. Boom, boom. And I know some of you may be like, the season's over. What's (laughs) booming? What's busting? But not to worry. There's still fantasy seasons going on elsewhere, so we want to make sure that, you know, whoever's following along, they still have a little something to check on. And even if fantasy's not going on, I think it's still fun to choose who we think is going to have a good Yeah, game absolutely. And, and I think the ones that we have lined up for today are pretty juicy, if you ask me. All right. Well, starting <laughs> off at QB on my bus team, Okay. I got Justin Fields against Green Bay. Okay. Now, I did say the Bears were going to win. Right. I still think they can. But he's projected at 19.2. Yeah. I think it's a tough number to get to. Um, I think it comes up short. Oh, it's so funny that you say that because I have Justin Fields at a boom. Ooh. Look, I'm pretty sure I also picked Chicago. No, I picked Green you Bay. You picked Green Bay. Look, that doesn't mean I don't think that uh, Justin Fields isn't going to have a good game because as most people know, fantasy and the actual game sometimes don't line up. Matt Stafford was one of the best 
quarterbacks in fantasy for a long time, and the Lions always were ass. Yeah. So, to put it that way, oh my god, Ugh, excuse me, I had that's okay. He's projected at 19.2. Honestly, I think that's kind of low for him. And in divisional rivalry, I think he's going to be shooting the ball out. I think that he's going to let it go whenever he gets the chance to. He's doing whatever he can to win. I see that 19 touching 25. Give me Justin Fields at a boom. I, I, I'm I not surprised that this is the first time we both picked the same player. Right. Because this is a game where it can easily go either way. <laughs> Week, Just, 18. <laughs> Week 18. What? Week 18. Week 18. Yeah. He can have a great game and ball right. like he did last week, or he can't. Against a divisional matchup, you never know what's going to happen. I like that. I and like that. the Bears are going into this offseason now, into the draft. Is Fields their guy? I mean, the way that he's been playing the last couple games, I think he should be. He should be. I agree. He's he's been If he was been uh, playing for his job, he got the job, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, look, you can try to get a receiver. You can get a receiver. You can draft another QB that you think has more upside. Yeah. But you just never know if they're going to be NFL ready like he is. Yeah, I agree, bro. It's kind of hard, but. Moving on. Moving on. My next, my running back on my bus team. Mm. I got somebody on the other side of the football over there. Aaron Jones against Chicago. I don't blame you for putting him as a bust in general. Yeah, I mean, again, same situation. It's going to be a tough game, tough matchup. He's projected 14.6. He hasn't done that much this season, and I don't think he does it this week. Interesting. I like that a lot, actually, because not for nothing, I, th- I feel like there's a reason why people don't talk about Green Bay's rushing game. I feel like there's a reason why Jordan Love is always the topic of conversation. It's because he throws the ball, so I don't doubt what you're saying. 14.6, where do you think he lands at? Uh, Like 12, 13. Interesting. I like it. As a boom... Oh, another running back. I got Travis Etienne Jr. in Detroit, projected 15. Like you said, Detroit's taking it easy this game. They are. They're slowing down. They already clinched. Jacksonville is not a problem for them. Why not let their running back go off? Especially, is Trevor Lawrence playing? No. Uh, is he not? I'm pretty sure he's not. But either way, he should be. ETN is a star regardless, so it doesn't really bother me that much whether he's playing or not. I just want to see him do well. He's projected 15. Uh, Put him around 18. Okay, I like it. All right, my star receiver on my bus team. Mm. Yeah, Tyreek Hill against Buffalo. Interesting, interesting. Um, he's had a tough last couple of weeks. I think there's going to be a tough game too. He's projected 22.1. He can easily hit that number, right. but I'm saying he doesn't. I like that a lot. I think that, you know, Tyreek is always super interesting because he's always projected extremely high. So there's always a, a, some, some sort of chance because they already are in the playoffs that they're not going to have to pass that level. I mean, it's going to be a rough game, though. It's against Buffalo. It's that yeah. game that we were just talking about. We never know what's going to happen in that game. You don't. We don't. Um, I like it, though. Trevor Lawrence is questionable. Mm. There you go. Game time decision. Now you know. I'm sure he'll play. As far as booms go, my one and last one, I got DK Metcalf versus Arizona. Projected 15.7. That's a low number for me when you're talking about DK Metcalf. Like you said, Pete Carroll's going to bring him through this game. It doesn't matter who's throwing the ball to him. If it's, if it's Drew Locke, if it's Geno Smith, whatever. I think that Arizona doesn't really care about the playoffs. 
they want to win, bro. And I don't blame them. It's one of those where, like, like, why not have a good game? Um, the matchup allows him to do so. Yeah, I'm, I was more surprised you didn't choose the running back on that team for your position. Well, I chose him in my parlay. I still have faith in him. He I does. still have faith in Kenneth Walker, but that doesn't mean that. I, I just think that Seattle's offense is going to do well in general. So they he's projected 15.7. I think he might touch 20. Well, look, all I know is that there's no chance that uh, both of us go three for three this week. No, yeah. We can't. Hopefully, it's me that goes three for three. You need it. Hopefully, I get one. (laughs) I can take one home with me, the chip. I'll put, instead of all the participation awards that I've been getting (laughs) for my parlays as of lately, let me get one for real. All right? I have faith in myself. Good luck. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh... Aside from that, there's nothing else for us to do. You know, I I really appreciate you guys for always tuning in and listening with us. And as far as that goes, take care. Enjoy your weekend of football. Yeah, gave you a longer episode. We missed one this week, so now I got two and one. Boom. I'll see you. I'll see you.